Everybody, welcome to their sports, sports, sports podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Rand. Guys, it's been too long. How are you doing? Yeah, doing okay. I mean, I'm sorry I'm late. My my brakes were cut in my car. Gee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a bad one. Good thing in LA, you don't really need brakes that much. Yeah. Yeah. Snip, snip, snip. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, well, you're never going above 10 miles an hour in this town, so nope. all low-impact really crashes. I, I rewatched Speed uh, a couple of months ago, guys. Yeah. What a preposterous movie. Right? <laughs> the oh, bomb is bus? armed when the bus goes 50 miles an hour for the first time. The the Santa Monica to downtown bus on the 10 is never going to go 50 miles oh, an hour. Oh, I forgot that was LA-based. Yes, it is. Yikes. So what you're saying is Speed 2 Cruise Control is actually more based in reality. More plausible. Yeah. Than Speed 1. Well, that's, that's the one about Speed the ship that has so to go at least dumb. 50 knots. Yeah, right? because there's a lot of open water. And I know that at the end, spoiler alert, they have to crash into shore. But... It's le- the stakes are so much lower. Yeah. Like what? Are you going to constantly be dodging icebergs? Yeah. It, it it makes very little sense. But again, more plausible than the Santa Monica to downtown bus in the AM. Right. Clearing 50 I miles I still an think hour. that Speed 2 should have been on a motorcycle. It would have been one <laughs> oh person my God. It on been a like motorcycle. Phone booth. And yeah, they would have been calling them through one of those helmet phones. And then they had to like go deliver it to a certain place, and that would have been like, real easy to just drive out in the middle of the desert. Though, oh, that right? would yeah, been. but then they would have to die. Yeah, but only one. person. That'd have been like a tight, like eighty-minute thriller. Yeah, like like phone really? booth style. Yeah, yeah exactly. is, that'd be great. This is ultimately, I think, though, like why I can't ever be like president is because right. That's why. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the way. That's <laughs> the one reason. But you know, you know, in like The Rock, where they're like, oh, these guys have this poisonous gas in this island, but like, oh, but they've got like fifty hostages. Mm-hmm. But if they shoot the gas off, they can kill like a hundred thousand people. I'm always just like. Yes, shoot that yeah, glass. Just <laughs> napalm the entire yeah, island. Let's do this. Let's sacrifice the the hostages. Right. Let's do it now before they fire the things and save a hundred thousand people. Bing, bang, boom, done. <laughs> Joel prevents nine eleven by shooting commercial aircrafts out of the sky. <laughs> All hail President Anderson. I, mean, I don't want this. Case president. in point. It's like when they talk about the whole thing where it's like, oh, do you hit the switch to save the the five people but intentionally kill the one person? I'm like, not a dilemma. Yes. <laughs> You save five. Well, Joel, you could Cold have killed hundreds killer. of people if you would have raked some leaves out in the the California uh, you know wilderness. What? You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Just because I don't have a yard, I haven't been raking. Yeah. But I, I should have been driving up into the hills. Yep. And, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Hashtag LA together. This is yeah. a sports. This is a sports podcast. Right? Sports podcast. It, it, this is a sports. Phil's the sports outsider. That's me. Who doesn't know about sports. Yep. Jordan and I know about sports. Right. Uh, so we we have on important guests from the world of sports to talk about sports stuff. And in fact, in in, in case in point, we have a uh, from the world of sports a Heinz executive. Oh yes. How's that? Uh, the world guess. of sports. Well, Joel, could you explain this? Uh, it's uh, Harry, I forget the yes, tenuous sorry. connection. <laughs> Harry Harry Limpton. Uh, as as you guys all know, we're we're in the midst of watching as uh, Patrick Mahomes is headed towards uh, 
basically, he revealed that he puts ketchup on steaks. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? You, wait, start, no, start over. Right. Because you were like, we're in the midst of Patrick Mahomes. Right. He puts ketchup on steaks. Heinz executive. No, no, no. We're going to start. Harry Limpton? You guys Let's are, start over. The executive's Harry name Limpton. is Harry Limpton. Yeah. So, Patrick Mahomes is a right. Kansas City Chiefs quarterback. He's having a remarkable first having season. Having a remarkable season. So Passing a lot of touchdowns. When Patrick Mahomes revealed that he really likes ketchup and, in fact, puts it on steaks, a lot of people were pretty upset, to, upset about it, but uh, Heinz contacted him and said, hey... Patrick, if you can reach 57 touchdown passes this year, okay. Heinz 57. Right. By the way, this would be a new record if he hits it, but Heinz 57. 57 touchdown passes will give you a lifetime supply of ketchup. And and just to be clear, because this is not a lifetime supply of Heinz 57, but a lifetime supply of ketchup. Yeah, they're going to go to McDonald's every Heinz morning. Heinz 57 is its own sauce. Wow. Okay, so Heinz ketchup. Wait, you didn't know I, this? I, I honestly had absolutely no idea. Are I you they sure that you read the article <laughs> properly then? Well, no, they said ketchup, uh, but they, oh, didn't, okay. they didn't. Okay, because obviously Heinz makes ketchup. They yeah. also make a separate product called Heinz 57 that's a, another ketchup-based sauce, but it's different. It has a different taste. It's more um, barbecue-y almost. More barbecue-y, or like more worcester Yeah. Holy shit. It's pretty good. Yeah. Boy, are you from the Midwest, Joel? I just learned this. Oh my God! Either okay. either way, Patrick Mahomes passing Patrick a lot Mahomes, of passes puts ketchup hits, on his yeah. steak. <laughs> yes. Bullet points. Point is, Harry Limpton is here to talk to us about this like promotional thing uh, and and sort of how they they decided that they wanted to offer a lifetime supply of ketchup. Uh, you know, big big call over at the Heinz factory. Right. So. Sure. It's a yeah, family yeah. owned still maybe. No, uh, no. I think didn't John McCain's wife own it or something? John Kerry. John Kerry's wife. Yeah, yeah Teresa Hines. Yeah, Teresa yes. Hines. That's yes, the one. that's yeah. the one. No, I mean, um, who would have thought? Yeah. Warren Buffett owns like a quarter of it. I think Whoa. at this point, he's so. invested in everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, come on, ketchup—that's not going away. I mean, yeah. he owns like half this podcast, right? Uh, no, we we tried to get him to buy some of it, and he oh. reviewed the figures and said a hard hard pass. News Ouch. leaked that he was interested in <laughs> investing into the podcast, and Berkshire Hathaway, a Class A stock, dipped two hundred percent. Yikes! Yeah. <laughs> it dipped two hundred percent. Went negative. Yikes! <laughs> in in the overnight trading, but then it bounced right back. Oh, sure, that's how like, it works. Oh, Got to yeah. be careful about that overnight. Yeah, trading. <laughs> you know, it was one of those things. You can't have news leak out there right, trying to right, invest yeah. in a podcast. Anyway. Harry Limpton gonna be in the podcast. Talk to us about Heinz and Patrick Mahomes. That sounds like a real sports <laughs> really connection. simple, right? Straightforward yeah. answer. Simple, plausible interview that we're gonna do. Yeah, do we together. have a wide world of weird sports? Goddamn right we do. And news, news, news. But first, Tim Tebow, LeBron James mashup watch update. Tim Tebow, LeBron James mashup watch update. Brought to you by Mentos. Feel the rush in your mouth. And all the things that LeBron James sponsors today. Today, today, today. Tim Tebow to host new game show produced by LeBron James. What? Oh my gosh. It's a match made in in sports, sports, sports podcast, wet dreams. Uh subheadline. It's just how it is in Hollywood. It's all who you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> His borderline breakout minor league season was cut short by a hamate bone injury, mm-hmm. but America's favorite Christian is going to be just fine. Timothy Richard Tebow is set to host Million Dollar Mile, Whoa. a TV competition series co-created by LeBron James production company, Spring Hill Entertainment. James's involvement will be limited because he's a professional athlete. 
Right. Oh. Yeah, he's yeah, got, he's got other things to do. Not Tim Tebow. But for a professional celebrity baseball player, Tebow's got a lot of off-season jobs. Mm. He's already a college football analyst for ESPN, and now That's he's hosting cool. a primetime game show during a time of year most minor league baseball players are giving hitting lessons for batting cage time <laughs> and eating only what they can find in that batting cage. <laughs> Plus limes. Yeah. Scurvy. Right. Of course. Yeah. Because they're extremely low pay. Minor league baseball players basically live like drifters in the off season. Oh man, it's sad but actually true. Yikes! Because they get paid about ten grand a year. Oh no! Yeah. So they're like going back to Arby's for the off season. Yeah, like, and that's oof. what they eat. And yeah. Meanwhile, the Mets have already said Tebow. We covered this in the last podcast. Will be in their in their Class A affiliate in Syracuse, uh, Class Triple A affiliate in Syracuse next season. So it looks like everything works out for the golden boy. Yeah. I'm eating batting cage rats. <laughs> yeah. He's hosting game shows and guaranteed a triple A job next year. Good yeah. on him. Uh, so what does Tim Tebow have to say about all this? Quote, watching good people compete at their highest ability is always inspirational to me. Million Dollar Mile is a show that does just that. It motivates, thrills, and is aspirational. And I'm excited to be hosting this show. Is it just wow. like a, a, a one-mile race with a million dollars being the prize? I'm glad you asked, Joel. CBS, <laughs> which will air the 10-episode series, said a news release that involves shutting down the streets of a major city and setting up a course with competitors at one end and $1 million at the other. Oh, okay. please don't let it be L.A. That, it's L.A. No! Oh, why? Then, Traffic is so bad already. They're going to they're gonna slam down a can of Surge and go, Surge! Oh, and then they have to jump over then, couches. Yeah, everyone's going to run over couches. No, it's not uh, at all. Uh, I love those commercials. Nobody ever shuts down the streets of fucking Bakersfield. Right? Because <laughs> it smells bad. <laughs> That's right. I said it. Uh, no, CBS actually said, uh, so standing in their way between uh, themselves and a million dollars, the most challenging course ever created. And a group of elite athletes with one mission. Stop the contestants from winning the money at all costs. Oh, oh so it's this... like American Ninja Warrior, but they're also like uh, they're also wacky temple, races. Temple guards from oh, Legends of the Hidden Temple who are going right. to pop out and be like, no, you can't. Oh, okay. so it's like the, 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 what's it called? Not the mud run, but the Spartan races. Yes. Uh, but through an entire city. And people actively trying to stop you. Okay. This just makes A me... mud run meets a zombie walk. Right. Meets uh, American Ninja Warrior and American Gladiators this, with a bit of the original serve Surge commercials. I think I'm going to like this show. This I'm just, just mad makes about me the want traffic. them to bring back uh, Wipeout more. <laughs> God, oh, I loved Wipeout. Wipeout right? Oh, yeah. oh, what a great show. <laughs> or better yet, MXC. Ah, oh, most extreme challenge ever. See, I'll be honest. It. That one, that one I kind of got worn out on. Yeah. But then Wipeout kind of brought me back to the oh, genre. I, I yeah. really liked MXC. Uh, but yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, but, but are we worried that this space is already filled by NBC's new The Titan Games, hosted by The Rock and Cars, because it's Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> the space is already filled. Well, CBS uh, predictably is aiming for no kneeling controversies here. So mm. instead of a national anthem before the obstacle course, they're just going to play Toby Keith's "I Love This Bar." There we go. <laughs> Which everyone who qualified the game for the game show will instinctively stand up for. Sure. Ooh. Oh, Toby Keith, I love this bar. All right. <laughs> I'll stand. Put my hand over my heart. Right. <laughs> Tim Tebow, LeBron James mashup. Update, watch, update. Tim Tebow, LeBron James mashup. Brought to you by... Mentos, feel the rush in your mouth. And all the things that LeBron James sponsors today, today, today. <laughs> news, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. 
Colts running back Naheem Hines works at a Bojangles chicken on bye week. Hines Wait, he doesn't work at the Hines factory. Hines. No, no this is spelled differently. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, it's. I mean, still though, fitting for the show. Sure. Uh, this is a bad subheadline. In Soviet Union bye week. Bojangles Chickens Works You. I like it. <laughs> what a country. <laughs> yeah. uh, when Indianapolis uh, Colts uh, reconvened after their week nine bye, Naheem Hines, uh, how do I how I spent my bye week essay, easily won second place. Nice. But only because Andrew Luck didn't follow directions and did a book report on the James Patterson-Bill Clinton collaboration, their best-selling novel, The President is Missing. Right, right. Uh, and all the Colts players were just captivated. You yeah. know, I've been traveling a lot lately, and every airport has a uh, bookstore has that book everywhere. It must be like the number one book for people to buy before they get on a flight. I haven't even heard about this book. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, it's, it says Bill Clinton and James Patterson in big letters that take up half the front and then a little tiny picture with a little tiny title. And then it's the president is missing. And right. like the character's name, instead of uh, William Jefferson Clinton, it's like uh, Theodore Lincoln Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not William Jefferson Clinton. It's just diff- different president's last names in so there. So this is like a novel? Yeah, it's really sad. And is it like, oh, the president's gone out? Well, Bill Clinton in, in is the it like interview, a fun said, kids book where he has no, a series of no, adventures. No, he's been like kidnapped by That's terrorists. A thriller. And like the president, <laughs> it's, it's funny because I, I feel like he probably told Hillary that a whole bunch was president. <laughs> I got kidnapped again by terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I wasn't here last night again. It does feel like where's it, my McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> it it's pretty good, Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah. I never heard you Clinton before. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, but I, well, I feel like I do older Clinton because I've, I didn't hone that impression until well after he was out of the White House. He's oh, got more true. whispery. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Because he was more, more blustery. Yeah. Back in the day, he was more like, I did not have sex with that woman. And yeah. now he just talks like this because I'm an old man. Way back in the day, yeah. he hung out with my grandma. Jeez, you Look have out, a lot grandma. of a hung, hung back and a hand hung back out in the day no, with I'm, the I'm serious. Tobolevsky, Willie she was Nelson. The, she was yeah. the head of the. Well, I bet she was. Willie Nelson was yeah. my mom and my dad. Oh, uh, Willie Nelson <laughs> was your mom <laughs> and your dad. Whoa. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, but but no, Grandma was the the head of the League of uh, Women's Voters for Fayetteville or something ah, like that. So there's uh, a picture of her with Bill Clinton, and he's got color in his hair. Wow, oh, and she's getting shot heirloom. with a fire hose. <laughs> no, Isn't that no. what those protest <laughs> movements were like back then? No, okay. no, no. I think it's, you're, I think you're like twenty years, uh, oh, years yeah. earlier might have been. Uh, yeah, it see. probably would have been like I don't know the seventies. Well, playing a lot look, of Red Dead Redemption too. Bill Clinton and James Patterson and... wrote a joint novel that's basically like Michael Scott's screenplay. Right. Yeah. It's like, and then the president does this, oh, and he the kicks the bad guys. Brutal but, too. So I forget what this story's about. <laughs> uh, Naheem Hines. He worked at a Bojangles Chicken on a bye weekend. Why? Okay. So. Uh, Heinz, he worked the lunch shift at a Bojangles Chicken, a fast food joint that feels like its name might have racist origins. It feels I, right. It know. feels ish. Yeah. It was chaotic, stressful, and unrelenting, and that was just his shift on the deep fryer. Right. Some might wonder why would Heinz do this? His day job is paying him four hundred eighty thousand dollars in base salary. Mm. But you figure half of that taxes. Sure. Ten percent agent. Yeah. Five percent NFLPA dues. Yep. Oh, yeah. Now you're down to two hundred thousand dollars. And good luck finding an out-of-network CTE specialist for less than seventy-five grand. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah, healthcare costs in this country, man. Whoa. That said, I mean, you can buy a house outside of Indianapolis for 
Yeah, but you got to like find 50 it. and change. Look, he's slated <laughs> to make $2.4 million by his time his rookie deal is complete, but he's already readying himself for his post-playing career. One day, he wants to own several Bojangles' restaurants. Oh, that's cool. Oh. So he figured he wouldn't waste any time learning the business from the ground up. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, he's a longtime enthusiast of the fried chicken chain. It's, it began with an Instagram story back in uh, July. Hines packed up, ready for the long drive north uh, to training camp, and he wrote, Gonna miss you guys. Tagging the Bojangles official account. Oh, wow. That's See, cool. He plays in Indianapolis, and there are no Bojangles chains north of West Virginia. Oh, wow. So they reached out to him and sent him the closest Bojangles location for every road game of the Colts 2018 season. Oh, well, isn't that sweet? That's just the sort of customer outreach that makes you want to be a franchisee. Right. And then Hines inquired about trying his hand at the counter for a few hours, and they're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? You're your funeral. That's awesome. <laughs> so no, he, I'm really proud of him for this. This no, is really no, like right? a mature way to approach life. Right. So he, he spent. that's how he spent part of his bye week. He worked the lunch hour rush and the drive through window at Bojangles at North Carolina State's campus in Raleigh. The one, this is the Bojangles he's been to more times than he can count. Ask him why he chose Bojangles, and he's borderline offended. He loves the place, and he expects you to love it too. Hmm. Best fries in the fast food industry, he boasts. The chicken's really good, and they have these things called Bowberry Biscuits. Nothing Ooh, like them. I love biscuits. You really shouldn't lead with a fries. At a... <laughs> I kind of feel that way too. Like I mean, it's, like, it's hard to screw up fries. But yeah. there's there are really really good fries there and there's okay fries. There's, there's very few fast food places that have bad fries. No, it's yeah. like Checkers seasoned curly fries are the best fries. Really, that's what is fun. Checkers? Uh, it's, it's also it's rallies. Rallies. Oh, okay. But yeah. check it was Checkers in Michigan. It's rallies out here. It's kind of like the Hardee's Carl's Jr. By the way, I was just in Dubai. They call Carl's Jr.'s Hardee's too. Well, they're oh. east of the Mississippi. Yeah, so that makes were, sense. Right. While you were there. To buy some uh, Carl's oh, Jr. Oh God! Stuff? Oh God! No, that was too much. No, my brain kind of fizzled I'm when you mad. said that. I can't. I can't get that through one fluff one. piece that Naheem hides. <laughs> right, working at Bojangles Chicken without a bad pun. That was bad. Bill Clinton tangent. I, I will say. Yeah, great, will you? Great call by Heinz. <laughs> I not, feel like that's Joel's catchphrase. Yeah, I will say. I will say. Not not enough uh, fried chicken places, and I think in the fast food pantheon. You know, you got a lot of there's, but I mean, they're mostly in the south. There's you got Bojangles, well, sure. you got yeah. churches, you got yeah. Popeyes, I yeah, you got Kentucky Gu- Fried Chicken. I think Gus's is considered a chain. You got it's like Zaxby's. In ten, it's in ten states. I've never now. heard of that one. Zaxby's, Bojangles, uh, Popeyes, but churches, Kentucky I I, Fried Chicken. I would chicken. also consider Jolly Bee's, Lee's Chicken mostly a fried the, chicken the, place the, too. Yep. The saturation of the actual locations, though, I still feel like you've got so many different really crappy burger. How many different McDonald's and Burger Kings are there? Well, this is the secret: is if you go uh, to where Popeyes is it, Popeyes is real good chicken, but I mean, there was no Popeyes where I grew up. Did if I'm you sorry, pretty much even, there is some close to me. Oh, really? Yeah, son of a. If yeah. you go to almost any country that's not America, though, there, you're going to see way more f- fast food fried chicken joints from America than anything else, hmm. especially in Asia. Everywhere. In well, Dubai, let's bring this here. All I'm Africa, saying, everywhere. we should replace 30% of the McDonald's in this country with fried chicken joints of some sort. Do you know what's one of the biggest chains that they that they had in uh, in the Philippines? Peter's Piper's Pizza, because it's pizza and fried chicken. Oh god, that's such a there's a pizza and fried chicken place near where I live. Yeah. It's going to be what kills me. Right. Yeah. All it's right. A good combo though. All right, let's try to try <laughs> right, we're gonna stay on stay on target. <laughs> he credits his dad for leveling him with one day, asking him, What are you gonna do with the money you make in the NFL? Heinz responded, I'm gonna buy so much fucking fried chicken. Yeah. Then he got a light bulb. 
<laughs> he <laughs> loves Bojangles. Why not own a few? Right? right? Quote, I've never seen a Chick-fil-A, a McDonald's, or a Bojangles closed down, Heinz said. Now, this probably shows some geographic bias on my part, but he's apparently never seen a suburban mall. Right. <laughs> I've uh, seen lots of McDonald's shops. I'll yeah. show you a closed McDonald's, buddy. It was the Liberty Tax Return Place. Yeah. You know, the one that looks like an old McDonald's? Right. It used to be an old McDonald's. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Or that KFC in Culver City that went under and then became a weed shop. Yeah, that was so great. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I forgot about that one. Uh, Heinz knows that, uh, he, he, that one play could end his full-time career. And he just hopes his full-time days at Bojangles don't, doesn't start for a very long time. Of course, this continues a long tradition of athletes preparing for their post-playing careers. Herman Moore, uh, Lions, former Lions receiver, this is oh, true, yeah. he owned a chain of Cinnabons in Metro Detroit. That's I know this because I had a friend that worked at Cinnabons and his paycheck was from an LLC, More Buns. Oh, I love it. That's, that's awesome. great. Uh, Pete Rose was a long-time apprenticing under a sports bookie. <laughs> sure. And Rashi Wallace never stopped working part time at Subway, primarily so he could keep his fifty percent employee discount. Yep. Good well, for him. I mean, yeah, that's just smart. That's smart. Joining us now on the podcast is Heinz Executive Harry Limpton. Hello there, guys. Hey. So happy to be here. Isn't this exciting? Hi, Harry. It's very exciting. It's great to meet Look a at all this new technology. Podcasts, huh? Those yeah. are a thing. It's like yeah. radio on the internet. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's been a thing for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Since Ricky Gervais' podcast broke through the mainstream in 2006. So chimpanzee oh. that! So, oh, they've <laughs> been around news. for a while, huh? Yeah, yeah, wow. Everyone says that Mark Marin is the podfather now. That's the name he took on. Ricky Gervais, yeah, when he made it in the Guinness Book of World Records, they called him the podfather. And then he started a podcast called The Podfather. That was way before Mark Marin. Oh, like The Godfather, but you put pod. Okay, let's get to all right. So, uh, you, uh, what do you? What is your position at Heinz? Oh, oh, well, I'm uh, I'm the, the the chief of marketing. Oh, ah, CMO. So I'm a, I, I'm always trying to get the Heinz name out there. Great, you know. Right, yeah, love uh, your products. Yeah, we got we have a variety of different products that yeah. we think all people should be trying more of. It's not dinner until it's Heinz. You just did the mayo chup recently. I did the what? The the mayonnaise ketchup. That's oh, a, yeah. that was a Heinz drop. Well, hey, that's Ooh. you know how you know how you're it's having a burger in England, and you're like, oh, look at like it. Look at how these two things are mixing together right. and they're so tasty. Well, it was already very popular in England. They called it fry sauce. It had a name and everything. Yeah, well, you called it mayo chup and then brought it to America. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> Thank that. Thank you. No, yeah, I absolutely. Like it. Uh, but I'm I'm here to talk to you a little bit more about. We recently had a great uh, cross marketing uh, opportunity. Sure. Okay, and that was when uh, Patrick Mahomes. Right, a quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. Right, mm -hmm. this is a big name. This guy's yeah, this, this guy's a, a superstar. Having quite the season, comes out and says how much he likes ketchup on things. Yeah, including yep. steaks, which That's a great. lot of people poo pooed. But you know what? Until you've had a ketchup with some steak on it, you haven't really had a steak. Give me a steak with ketchup on it. Well, that might be one way of looking at okay, it. Okay, yeah, <laughs> nah, that's a lot of ketchup. Here at Heinz, ketchup with some steak. We look at it a little bit differently. Sure. Okay. So all we said is, hey. If you uh, if you throw fifty seven touchdown passes this season because right. of Heinz fifty seven, right? Because sure. of Heinz fifty seven sauce. A lot right. of people don't and know fifty seven varieties. Yeah, yeah. fifty seven varieties. But Heinz fifty seven sauce, not the same thing as ketchup. Right, right. Yeah. Little different. Just just want to make sure we're clear on that. No, no. Thank I... you. And and so uh, all he has to do is is shatter the NFL record for 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 how many touchdown passes thrown in a season. 
And then we are prepared to give away a lifetime supply of ketchup. Which is like three grand in ketchup. Yeah, that's only so much Retail value, yeah. Like, Tens of dollars of ketchup. Sure. You're going to give this man over the course of Seems his life. Seems like a very high bar to set for a prize that's pretty small. Oh, a lifetime supply of ketchup. The finest thing that you can put on virtually any type uh, now of Now, I use a lot of ketchup. I'm yeah. a ketchup fan. I buy a bottle maybe once every two months. Oh, well, that's I use crazy. a lot of ketchup. Are you, are you putting ketchup on your eggs? Well, you no, put, I don't eat eggs in the morning. I'm a cereal your, guy. Are you putting it in your cottage cheese? No, I don't eat cottage. What? No, well, I don't eat. You know, I'm going to try that cottage cheese protest. Yeah, this is why you're not, sounds, I'm going to do that. This is why you are not going through enough ketchup, Phil. Okay, that's cottage cheese. It's gross. Okay, <laughs> it doesn't seem like but, a good but combo here's at all. The thing. I am here to announce to you a whole series. That's right, series of giveaways that we at Heinz are getting ready to do it. Ah, so you're taking a, a premise of something in the news, and then you're <laughs> saying that you're doing it in multiple different ways. I don't know what you're talking about. A uh, premise? I'm just saying, yeah. This the, isn't the, a premise. No, this is, the pre- I, I it sounds like a marketing strategy. Marketing right, right. Exactly I'm sorry, I call marketing <laughs> strategies premises. Oh, okay, but, yeah. I got gotcha. you. All right, well, so here's here's what it's, uh, it's going to be looking like. All okay. Right? All right, so we are ready to give Tiger Woods mm-hmm. a lifetime supply of pickle relish Okay. Provided that he can shoot 57 birdies in a single round at Augusta. 57 birdies? I mm-hmm. thought there was only 18 holes. Yeah, there's only 18 holes. It's, it's going to be a challenge. No, it's going to be a... But no, I'm uh, thinking he might be able impossible. to get there. Oh, Harry. Provided that no. he, he wants that relish. And no. who has the best relish out there? Well, it's, it's Heinz. It's there's Heinz. only no, I, I do use yeah. Heinz relish, but that's only there's only 18 holes. It's literally impossible. That's not a yeah. That that feels a, a, a task too tall, Harry. Well, that's can't crazy. Do it. Well, I mean, we can't just be giving away relish for anything. Well, I know. I right, know. but I you'd just, have to. Cheat we're talking about the finest rounds. relish in the world in a lifetime supply. Of you'd right. have to Imagine put on a fake mustache time. and go back and play as multiple different anytime. golfers. Well, I, I, I mean, how he gets to do it. But, I mean, that sounds like a reasonable bar to have to clear to get Not a reasonable. lifetime no. supply of relish. No. With Re- the retail winnings, value of a uh, lifetime supply of ketchup? I use or, even uh, less uh, relish. So relish I I is significantly more, relish. more expensive than ketchup. I think I ketchup. use more relish than you use ketchup. Oh, wow. And I think I go through a thing of relish every three months. Oh, so, wow. let's say every three months, and it's about, what, three bucks a bottle? That means that you're spending like uh, depends. Yeah, okay. Let's say you're are spending you put, sixteen dollars a year. Are you putting relish let's in your Let's say you're going to live another sixty years. That's like a thousand bucks. Are you putting relish in your eggs? No, we're not putting no. relish in our eggs. You're putting you're relish putting in your cottage ketchup. cheese? No, you're already well, putting. Well, this is why you're not going through enough relish. <laughs> There's already ketchup in it. Why would you put I relish? Put relish in on it? virtually any okay. sandwich okay. I eat. I am I am moving on here. Okay, okay. Phew. All right, because we we got more coming. Okay, okay. Let's hear the next one. All right. Wow, me, Harry. Okay. So, Bryce Harper. Yeah. Big star. Oh, Free yeah. agent, going to sign with a new team. Probably the Cubs. People are thinking the Cubs. A lot of people thinking the Cubs. All right. Well, I'm here to tell you we've got a little incentive. Okay. Bryce Harper can win a lifetime supply of Worcester sauce. Okay. That's you don't right? that very much. A lot of people buy that, what, Leo and Perini? That's just crap. No, you get Heinz. Okay. All right. All right. Lifetime supply of Worcester sauce. If he can hit 57 home runs in the month of April. Okay, now here, here's the thing, Harry. Uh, I was with you up until the very end because 57 home runs in a season is doable. We've seen it. Okay, right. we've, we've but, seen but it's got to be hard no, if he's going to no, win I, a lifetime supply of Worcester sauce. People don't, not, use, don't use it much. That's like, I use a lot of Worcester sauce. I fermented fish I'm sauce. Fan. I, I, I can't remember the last time I bought a bottle. 
Is that what Worcestershire sauce is? Is fermented fish sauce? I mean, it, 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 it's, it's one it, of the ingredients. It's a derivation. Yeah, it's uh, anchovies. I think I, I just started hating Worcestershire sauce. Well, that's crazy. That makes it that much better. No, I do like it. Have you have you tried it on eggs? No. <laughs> Tried it on cottage cheese. I don't try. I think. I. I I think. I don't want to criticize your marketing approach, but I will. I think you could do fifty-seven home runs in a season, lifetime supply of Worcester sauce. That's it. I don't think you need anyone for anyone that hits Jordan. Yeah, anyone doesn't need to be Bryce Harper. Get to be a leader in the world of compliments by just giving Worcester sauce compliments. Condiments. Is that a pun, Harry? But hey, we get a lot of compliments on our condiments. condiments. Yeah, Yeah. that makes sense. Right? But we're not just, we're not, I mean, a lifetime supply of Worcester sauce. That's a lot. That stuff's a little pricey. Again, that's tens, maybe hundreds of dollars that we're talking about. How much could you, you can't go through a bottle of that in a year. Right. Again, guys, you just are not putting Worcester on your sauce cottage on cheese enough stuff. How much cottage cheese do you go through? There should hey, be Heinz hey, cottage let cheese. Let me ask yourself. You pour yourself a nice cool glass of milk to, to have before you go to bed. But uh, you do what do you do put, to that milk? I leave it <laughs> sometimes, as is. I Sometimes I heat it up, get a little oh, warm Heat it up, but what's best with warm milk? Some cookies. Worcester sauce. No! Gross! Oh! No. Oh! I, I don't know. This doesn't sound good. All right. All Our right. sister's let's, making up sandwiches again. All right. Let's let's just let's let's move on then. You guys. Oh, are that's being right. You got to meet the rule of four. A little little <laughs> little ridiculous about no, how you want right. to do this. All right. But right. we are prepared to give away a lifetime supply of baked beans. Okay, high Now we're beans. talking. This yes. is a value. I could eat that We have left meal. the realm of condiments. We are on to them. Baked beans are a meal. I yeah, can eat are. beans. I could eat beans almost oh, every yeah. day. Oh, yeah. And baked too. beans. I love baked the beans. The savoriness mm. of the bacon. It's, the, one, of, it's one of my favorite side dishes. Of oh, the some molasses. good baked beans. Yeah. Have you yeah. ever had a good slow-cooked baked beans with oh, yeah. the real pork fat and oh, real molasses? Yeah. yeah. Well, I have been told I'm eating Heinz. Heinz is somewhat similar to what you might get in that situation. Sure. Yeah. People say like a pale imitation, but but it is actually pretty factual. The sauce is isn't is much lighter. But okay. Point is lifetime supply that we are prepared to give away to Michael Phelps okay. just as soon as he wins his fifty seventh gold medal. Fifty seven gold oh, medals. He's most of the way there that. already. I mean, <laughs> if he does win because he eats like five thousand calories a day, you would trouble. Do we have yeah. the number? Do we have yeah. the medal count? Do you happen to know his medal count, Harry? It's well, like twelve. I think it's no. He's uh, in, it's in like twenties. Twenty two. I want to say. Okay, so he's he's but he's, his best but, years but, are behind him. <laughs> few of those are bronzes. So oh, these need to be golds. They need to be gold. Oh Jesus, <laughs> Harry, this we're is not. not it, it's a business, guys. Much as I do love these promotional giveaways, I've I've got to put some sort of I don't think anybody's going to win one again. I think uh, we're done. Yeah, I think... I, I think well, in fairness, Patrick Mahomes has not yet won. Oh, his. right. I don't think anyone's going to win one ever. I don't think... I don't I think. Don't think you're thinking about this the right way. I mean, you get some attention from the uh, promotion. Ha-ha, it's a thing. Ha-ha. But you get even more if you give it away. Well, guys, this is... You guys are just being real party poopers here. People people on the... Uh, what's the what's it called? The short the short message thingamajigger? Text? No, the, the the one that everybody gets though. Twitter. Twitter. Everybody on Twitter was super excited about this Patrick Mahomes thing. Right. It was kind and of. And now fun, you huh? guys are just feeling the need to be your cynical millennial selves and crap all over this. Well, you know what? You guys are like a hot plate of French's mustard, if you ask me. Ooh, I oh. mustard. Not how you should have mustard and an inferior brand of yellow mustard. I, don't know. Despite I, I like the French's. I like the French's. Okay. French's is really good mustard. 
So you have me on here. You know what I you like to put my marketing ideas. On? What's that? The cottage cheese. <laughs> That's all I got to think. Right. You know what? I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm sorry. I'm leaving. Thank you, Harry. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. Oh, it's wide world sports. I really love wide world sports. Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world of weird sports. One that's very personal to me. Twelve reasons esports will take over the world. Well, if 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 you if it were like twelve reasons why esports are going to be more popular than regular sports, I'd be on board here. But no, they are going to become ruler of the world. <laughs> yeah, I just I really don't see any form of cultural entertainment taking Okay, so over you haven't been listening to the trilateralists, okay? <laughs> so, what esports are going to do with the Masons? Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, I am the head of creators at Mob Crush. That's my day job. Mm-hmm. I work very closely with esports organizations. Yeah! Uh, so I am I've gone to esports competitions. I am knee deep in this world and I will tell you, uh, I don't like sports. Esports Amazing. I work across the street from the uh, League of Legends arena. There we go. Nice. At Olympic and Bunny. Yeah. I, so I, good. I could be okay with esports. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to zip through do because there's a, a lot of Do they have them. a Mario Kart competition? They do. Oh, and they've man. got Smash Brothers competitions already leading up to the new game because they're angling it as an esports game. I feel like I could be competitive oh, in Mario Kart. But I feel I'm, like you could too. not there in Smash Bros. And they're starting to do more micro tournaments, so it's not like an insane... Like, you can win a thousand bucks competing I against people in a mall. You should out. check it out because you are very good. Oh, I probably have I to played get against like a... you online on Mario Kart. Oh, You're very right, good. Yeah. Uh, you always good. came in first and I always came in second in those. Yeah. And we were always <laughs> like third place was way back. I, I am also very good was, at Mario Kart. It was really interesting because uh, my roommate and I, we used to play the Wii Mario Kart. Yeah. And he would always beat me. And we switched to the Wii U. And I became like, uns- there was something about training on the Wii that made me so much better for the yeah. Wii U version. I don't know. They got rid of wheelies <laughs> for the motorcycles, though. So oh, that, that was probably most uh, Number one, the engaging analysts and shoutcasters who hype everything up. Do you, are you guys aware of shoutcasting? No. So these broadcasts... No, what's that, Phil? Kind of. You know how uh, uh, when you're watching soccer and there's the Spanish language commentators yeah. and they are very good at getting super hyped when they're moving? That's yeah. what shoutcasting is, is like... Like it's excitement to the next level. So it's basically a broadcaster who's just always at a 10. Right, exactly. Shoutcasters like your overly excited, knowledgeable best friends who explain all the chaotic action during the game. I feel like if it's contrived, it's not going to be as fun. But it doesn't feel contrived when you're listening, though. Okay. Because it's one of those things where in League of Legends, they're like, oh, and they're making a move. Look, it's a final move. And they're using using this. It's great. It's great. Uh, Number two, the arenas that are beautiful and custom built for the games they host. My God, guys, the arenas. Oh man! I see. I'll be honest. It, yeah. I, it, it kill, I just want to see the inside of the League of Legends. Like right. I work across the street from it, and it's like League of Legends yeah. game arena. I'm just like, I just want to take a peek inside. It really is like you know those like um, when you see something in a sci-fi movie that's like a future dance club, yeah. but it's kind of like overly pornographic and it's all black with neon lights everywhere. That's every single esports arena. I gotta Amazing. say, that's just that's just wasteful. I mean, at the moment, like the Staples Center doubles oh, as a hockey this is and the inside basketball of the, arena. Uh, this is the inside of the arena that you work right close to. That's the League Ooh, of Legends. See, that looks cool. Yeah. Right, but you could set that up inside of an existing arena. Oh, or, sure. But then you lose the intimacy. Like for TwitchCon stuff, they build them up and they break these down very quickly, but yeah. they all look amazing. They're beautiful. Well, that's all I'm you saying. Don't play, is if you, you don't can... play baseball in the Coliseum. 
You play it at Wrigley Field. Right. But you could play baseball at the Coliseum. And in fact, in many places, they do we that. Because it's a sensible way to save costs. But a lot of those places you walk in and they kind of feel like malls. Okay, Whereas that's you go to an esports point. arena and it feels like you're entering the internet. It's I, so cool. I that's that. a good exp- Yeah, that, I guess that sounds I'm, fun. I'm just saying if they, can, if they can play hockey at basketball stadiums, it seems like esports could Fair. set up an existing All location. All right, I got to zip but, through yeah, a little okay. faster because we're falling behind. Number three, the pros who stream are just as ridiculous as their fans. That's right. The pros have personalities and they display them on Twitch for six hours a day every day leading up to the tournaments. That sounds like a lot. It's pretty yeah. great. I don't know. NBA players have like really used uh, social media well That's to true. kind of promote yeah, their Yeah, a lot of characters there, too. Yeah. yeah. Number four, the merchandise <laughs> is undeniable. The jerseys are cooler. If you guys haven't seen the jerseys. Uh, this is going to be a hard. This is going to be a harder sell for jerseys me. I don't know how I'm going awesome. to deny the existence of physical objects, but, right. okay. but they, they focus. I on, will. <laughs> they focus on making their jerseys like super cool, sleek, going out gear. This is. I mean, as a sports fan, I really don't like it when teams do that. And they do like plushes and stuff. I've never given up they're, my they're resentment good at brand for the San Jose Sharks. And they're good at brand building. Number five, the pros who kick your ass at live events in front of all your friends. That's right. Imagine if you could go to a Lakers game and then play with LeBron afterwards. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's what these. It people would be do. cool to just be dunked on by yeah. an NBA player. Yeah. And trust me, these, especially League of Legends champions, they don't like. Oh, you're a kid. I'm going to play easy on you. They go 100% all the time. How wow. cool, how much cooler would it be if instead of me, them playing me in like an eSport, I played them in a real sport and just oh, dominated yeah. the shit out of that them? That would be fun. That'd be <laughs> super fun. Number six, and then of course the pros who kick your ass in the comfort of your own home. Oh. That's right. If there's a Fortnite champion who's playing on Twitch and then you're like a fan you or you call them up and they swing by your place. No, you can literally <laughs> join the same room. They'll give you a code to the room and they'll kick your ass if you're like a donator. Or, oh, know, that's oh, kind of wow. cool. That's pretty cool. Number seven, the so, international. Wait, 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 the whole idea is that they they get people to pay them to kick their ass at video yeah. games remotely. Yes. God, this is a business model. It's a pretty great business, yeah. <laughs> Number seven, the international players who are sweeping the world. This is one of my favorite parts because you could be like a Latvian nobody kid with an internet and a computer and you can become an esports champion. Huh. I feel like I already yeah. knew that because of cam girls. Right. But you can't really do that. <laughs> like, it's very hard to do in something like basketball because you need to be playing against other people right. competitively. The fact that it's on the internet means that you can, like, yeah, go I up mean, to the ranks ju- and kick ass. Uh, nobody from, like, Chicago can become an elite basketball player. But I kind of doubt a nobody from Latvia right, that's is, is going to hit the NBA level. Number eight, the fans who are as passionate as they are loud, they will cosplay to show up to your games. This oh, wow. isn't throwing on a LeBron jersey. This is like dressing up as their favorite League of Legends character to go to the League of Legends World Championship. Oh, that's kind of cool. Super cool. I should maybe figure out what this League of Legends thing is. Yeah. This yeah. is this is one that's relevant to my business. The growing audiences that just won't stop growing. A lot of the other... Ne- <laughs> and, they, and they never will. Right. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's sometimes basketball audiences, football audiences, sometimes they're going down. Esports audience was like 30% growth last year and on track for 40% growth this year. Oh, that's a lot of growth. It's a lot of growth. Yeah. Uh, number 10, the collaborations with other industries that are simply epic. I don't know if you guys have been seeing, but a lot of like people who own uh, football teams and basketball teams and baseball teams are buying into esports yeah. teams. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, there's lots of... I was at a conference where they, they talked with three different owners uh, and one of them was the esports guy and he, like, he pitched Robert Kraft and... Uh, 
And I can't remember who the NBA owner is, but but both of them, it was pretty clear that he was like, hey, yeah, <laughs> for a fraction of what, what you own now, I can I can sell you an esports team. And Ninja will just play with NFL players. He'll just play Fortnite oh. with them online. It's great. On uh, number 11, uni- the unique events, uh, the unique events that turn into casual fiestas. Hmm. So they'll do like a uh, they'll do like a micro tournament somewhere, and then they become big like uh, parties. It's great. Number twelve, the widespread recognition that shows esports is getting big. You know what was left out little... of that? What's that, Joel? All of the uh, the concussions. Oh yeah, <laughs> really, they're not going into the way that these esports players are concussing themselves. Just the other day, I heard that Ninja was pouring a bowl of Fruit Loops, slipped, fell, concussion. Yeah. Do you Still know playing. that most esports teams? This is not in the article. I'm now off book on this. <gasps> most esports teams have like an in-house masseuse, a personal trainer, a dietitian, because your reflexes are so important that you need to be like well rested. Your everything needs to be on point. You can't have food that makes you lethargic. You have to be loose. Wait, what kind of food makes you lethargic? Uh, carbs. <laughs> Like I'm we, out. We I'm feed out. we feed our esports people a steady Wait, diet of no. Snickers bars. It's not, crazy. Not carbs. They'll like they'll go out for like four mile runs in the morning, and then they're set in front of a computer while someone massages them and they eat lettuce. It's pretty oh great. My God, because a this. life as a rabbit. It is a one frame <laughs> difference between victory and failure, as uh, speedrunners will tell you so often. Yeah, okay, it's true. And that brings an end to another wide world of weird sports. All this new podcast is kind of like esports because it's on the internet. And it's a sport. Citizens of Podcast Town. This brings to a close on the sports, sports, sports podcast. Before we go, we're going to bring back on. The Heinz executive, Harry Limpton, to do our uh, contact info. Okay. Harry. Uh, all right. And uh, I'm going to throw in some some Heinz giveaways here to get I, people I to use doubt this. I it. Yeah. So <laughs> if you want to find us on Twitter, you can find us at, at Sports the Number 3 Podcast. That's at Sports the Number 3 co- Podcast. Feel free to, to tweet at us. The first person to tweet at us 57 times in a single second. Can then expect oh, yeah. a lifetime you hear supply that Russian bots? of <laughs> packets. Uh, though we're only going to be able to give you the ones that have the disrupt the, the defective strips, so you can't open them. <clears throat> okay, if you if you want to find us on Facebook, just look us up. We're Facebook.com/sports the number three podcast. All right, uh-huh. uh, and if you do hop on there, some of our superior yellow mustard can be yours. All right, we are prepared Great. to give you 57 bottles of mustard. Oh, see, right, provided that you get on to, to Facebook and uh, and help us sign up at least 57 million fans to the site. Whoa, yes. The Rock could do it. You hear that? <laughs> you hear that, DJ? Right. If you want 57 jars of mustard, just let us know. And of course, you can find all of our back episodes at SoundCloud.com. That's right. Uh, so you just go on there, and then we're uh, soundcloud.com slash sports, the number three podcast. And if you want a lifetime supply of Heinz 57 sauce, Ooh, I do. all you have to do is post 57 sick new beats to SoundCloud before the end of this sentence. Oh, oh I just missed. Oh. I got like 12. I tried yeah. as fast as I could. Oh, yeah, oh, sorry that was about tough. That. Yeah, no, I got, I got, I did as fast as I could, but okay. All right, thank you. Thank you very much, Harry. Hey, guys. Joel. Joel. Uh, I think maybe now is the time that we should talk about our conflict of interest policy regarding how we select the wide world of weird sports. Why? 
you know, just in case any of us are bringing outside stuff into our selection of which ones that we want to have there, trying to promote our other businesses. Mobcrush.com, mobcrush.com, mobcrush.com. Bye, Bye Joel. Joel. <laughs>